Good evening, glory, hallelujah to you. What the heck's your story and what's going through you? This is the glorified version of a Bass and Talk Show. And I'm your host, Pat Remwick. Give it up for yourself, Bass Galaxy. Tonight's like uh, like Christmas. Not going to kid you. It's amazing. Comes once a year here uh, at Straycast and... Um, I'm really excited. We have the legend Bill Dance. Yes, America's best known fisherman, Bill Dance, tonight. Yikes. Yikes. I don't know. Going bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. And not only Bill Dance, but a sneak guest that you are not going to believe. Give it up for the sneak guest now because you're not going to be able to just stop smiling when you see this one. It's going to surprise Bill. Left hook him. It's coming up. Uh, yes. Also, um, uh, chat along with uh, JR and get your questions to Bill Dance. Uh, Rock and Show Fantasy. He's on the Facebook Live chat board right now. I think we're on Facebook Live. We're on the Roku. We're on the YouTube. And the StraightCast.net. And tomorrow, every podcast platform. That's right. Chat along now, though, on the Facebook with uh, Rock and Shoal Fantasy. Um, and hey, don't forget, get this. This is big news. Not one, not two, but three like and share contests. Yes, three like and shares tonight. I'm sorry. I don't know. We're super excited. Here's to you. First one, get this. All you got to do is like and share this live Facebook feed. First one is a uh, power poll Fun Pack. That's right. Uh, it's a Power Pole Fun Pack. Compliments of Kurt Hill and Power Pill. Some uh, Power Pole uh, swag, basically. Some, uh, just give us your size. We'll send you to goodness. Uh, next up, get this. The good folks at Berkeley are giving away a bulk spool of 14-pound trilene fluorescent blue. XT. Extra tough for Bill Dance. That's a Bill slinging these days. Stretching. Stretching mono. Yeah, he's not afraid. So all you got to do, like and share the live Facebook feed. You get the chance for the power pull. The chance for the Berkeley bulk spool of uh, Trilene XT mono. And get this. Here's the big one. You ready for this? This is the big one. Like and share the live Facebook feed for a personally autographed Bill Dance hat from Bill Dance himself. Don't know what to tell you. Sorry, people on the podcast uh, tomorrow. But tonight on the lives, you got a chance. We're putting it in and pooling it up, and you got a chance. Uh, Bill's going to announce that at the end of the show. An official signed hat from Bill himself, from, from the king, from Bill Dance himself. Okay, that being said, it's time to bring in the producer extraordinaire himself. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen... Directly from Hobart, Indiana. It's uh, Andrew Ellenberger. He's right on the head like a uh, stray dog producer should be. You know what I mean? <laughs> What's up, Bass Galaxy? What's going on, Gingy? How are you? Hey, uh, it feels like Saturday morning. It does. Yeah, Bill Dance is on. It's once a year. He's it's like Santa. Something. Yeah. I got a DB3 right here, a Bagley DB3 and LB4. Uh, Kevin Bateman Baxter's watching. That's little bass on white. Uh, also have uh, a, a Daiwa Tournament PT PMA 15. See this thing, Ginge? Yeah. This uh, old Bill Dance level wind right there. Okay. Boom. Yes, I have that. Ginge, 
I'm excited. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, all right. All right. Ginge, um, I know that uh, you get crazy about this whole Bill Dance thing whenever we have a legend on, you know, every every time we do. And it feels like Saturday morning. You're super excited. Where am I, Ginge? What am I doing? What's going on? I'm moving right along. You just gave me a two sign. All right. We got... <laughs> Ah, hey, Ginch, did you sign up? Uh, peace to you, too, Ginch. Hey, did you sign up uh, for half a spot again? I saw your name on there again. What are you doing? All right, you're trying to win. You're going anyway. If you haven't heard uh, and you haven't signed up already, for those of you that can still fish in the Southern Division, sign up for half a spot. Here, the North, too, if you're still smashing them. I saw a fighter was smashing them. Hey, if you can still smash them, sign up for the half a spot. I think it goes on till March, Ginger, uh, something like that. March is the cutoff for the finale. Uh, sign up. Chance to go fishing anywhere you choose with us at Straight Cast. Hey, Hidden Coldwater Gem. Speaking of cold months, hey, you know Brad Zeller's over there, the mayor? You know him, Ginge, right? Hey, talk to me, Ginge. Talk to me. Your thing's not on. Got I feel like I'm talking to um, Flo Fla, Flo Fla. I know, I know, I know. Hey, so get this. Brad Zeller's, he told me about this sneaky thing, and it's the bite me weedless head. Weedless wacky head. Yeah. It's got one of those old shag nasty hooks. Remember them? It's Old shag Hennessy's? Yeah. Those, uh, it's like a straight shank deal. And I'm rigging that with the general, man. I was I was smashing them in the cold water huh? on a wacky general. Bay casting. Okay. I yeah. Like, I was throwing 12-pound line, bud. No, 12-pound line <laughs> on the Xenon. Okay. Come on. All right. Just Come checking. on. Hey, here's another thing. Um, I do dumb things like jump logs, and uh, my Crestliner takes it. She is a beast. I got to tell you. Uh, so is the Mercury Pro XS. But get this. I snapped both, uh, both my uh, throttle and my shift cable. Ginch, jumping stuff. Now, get this. Here's the deal. I really got to put those impulse lithiums to the test because I just been trolling motor in everywhere. Like all day. Like literally like 8, 10, 12 hour yeah, days. Yeah, you ain't going to run them out. Yeah, I ain't. No way. And I come back and they still got like 37%. Yeah, like that's silly. Impulse lithium. Check out the pro pack right now uh, at impulselithium.com. Uh, speaking of pro pack, you know who's got it going on? Do you know who's got it going on? You know who's a real pro pack? You know who's packing the pro package? Ah, oh, yeah! Take your whiskey off! It's my best David Lee Roth right there. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the king of all uh, whiskey gypsies. He is the whiskey gypsy. Give it up for Luke Foley and Tin Cup Whiskey. The official Hey, brown guys, what's going on? What's happening, Foles? The official brown liquor of bassin' and... Uh, Hey, yeah, I know you're as excited as 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 we are when we get legends here. And uh, old Bill Dance. Yeah, I'm so excited. Oh, so excited! Old Bill Dance is on today, bud. Yeah, that's incredible. Isn't that nice? Like, I remember watching that on TNN. It's like, and yeah, it's it's beyond words. Well, the sun is just starting to climb up over the treetops. You know what I mean? Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my gosh! Foles. Great song. Great for those song. that are just tuning in for the first time ever to Stray Cast, every week on this show, we do a little thing called the Tin Cup Whiskey Word of the Week. And this guy right here, Luke Foley, the Whiskey Gypsy, gives us a word every week. And when we hear that word, uh, we take a sip of whatever beverage it may be. It could be a, a, a Cafe Cone Leche. It could be an ice cold Coca-Cola. Of course, it could be Tin Cup Mountain Whiskey. And whatever you do sip... We ask that you please sip responsibly. Yes. And Luke Foley 
What the heck is the Tin Cup Whiskey Word of the Week this week? Well, it, it, it could it could only be the word legend. Legend. That's, that's, that's exactly what we're going to have on the CD. The legend, legend. the legend Bill Dance. Okay. And please, yeah. uh, we might say a lot of legends. Uh, sip responsibly. Legend. You just legend. We just said it three times. Legend. Oh, galaxy, my gosh. You're, so already, drink up. you're already sending Courtney back to the kitchen. Yeah, she. we're in a loud restaurant right now, and um, her buddy runs this place, and they haven't seen each other in a while, so they're talking, and I had to step out in the foyer so I could hear everybody. So, Folks, get this. I know that, yeah. um, first off, thank you to you and Tin Cup Whiskey for your support of bass fishing, first off, and, of course, straight cast. Um, but I got to tell you this. Tonight, Foley, we got three like and share contests, and you can enter these. I'm not, if you win, we probably won't pick you because somebody will. I, um, I can enter. Yeah, you can enter, but if we probably right. won't pick you because somebody will complain. But here's the like and shares. First is the power pole pack. So it's because like, it's a cool build dance, like the one, the power pole shirt build dance wears. You know what I mean? That, that would be awesome. So I that's love my the, power pole. That's the first one. The second one is a Berkeley bulk spool of 14 pound build dance mono. Trilene XT. Clear blue. <laughs> Get that? Boom. You can enter for that, too. And get this one. You can yeah. like and share the live Facebook feed. Get a chance for a personally signed Bill Dance cap from Bill himself. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, from Bill himself. I, I mean, I want another one. I lost mine on the river. I might enter, too. I, I wonder if Bill drinks whiskey. I'd send him a whole bunch just to get a hat. I don't know. I'll I'll ask. Uh, I, I, we can ask him. You know, him. He might sit back with Denny Brower one day. They'll tell stories about the whiskey gypsy. That's you. Hey, Fulls. Thank yes. you so much, dude, for your support of this deal. And uh, man, I think that we need to put the power poles down and just embrace ourselves for Mr. Bill Dance. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing else to do except just sit back and watch the legend. The legend Bill Dance. There it is. Foley. There was another one. <laughs> Thank you, Bass Galaxy. Put those power poles down. Don't go anywhere. When we get back, it's Bill Dance live from his compound in Tennessee. This is the mountain, and this is mountain whiskey. Unspoiled, untamed, forever wild. There's no safety net, no way down. Up here, it's just man and the mountain and his tin cup. Tin Cup Whiskey. Mountain Whiskey. Want to know the difference between power bait and other soft plastics? Ask the fish. Berkeley scientists have thousands of flavors tested on thousands of fish. Natural. Man-made. Every bait that's ever hit the water. No matter the shape, size, or color, Powerbait is the only one that is scientifically proven. Fish bite and will not let go. Welcome back, welcome back. This is the glorified version of a bass fishing talk show. And uh, pretty excited right now. Bass Galaxy, give it up. For the one and only, there he is. I see him now, ladies and gentlemen. Bass Galaxy. It's Bill Dance, the legend. Bill Dance. 
Holy cow. Yikes. Holy cow. <laughs> Yikes. Holy cow. We're from Chicago, Bill. We say holy cow a lot. We say holy bass down here. <laughs> holy bass. Hi, Bill. It's great to see you, man. It's good to see you. It's good to be with you, my friend. How are you? I- I'm doing good, man. It-, it was really nice to see you over at the Bass and Hall of Fame uh, uh, just, a, just a couple or a month back or so. It wasn't too long ago. And, and uh you, you look, you looked great then, and you look even better now. You're, I, I like, I like the comfort of your home. Well, thank you very, very much. I appreciate it. We're starting to get winter down here, and I don't like that. No, us, we're getting it here too, Bill, and I don't like it either. I could tell you, and and I'll bet you, uh, it's colder here than it is by you, a hundred percent. Yeah, we're running. We're, our days are running about forty-five. And our nights are running in the mid twenties. Uh, Yikes, high twenties. But uh, y'all would probably welcome that. Yeah. Well, it sounds to me like uh, back in the day, you w- during this weather, you would have taken a little trip to Old Dale Holler and saw Billy Westmoreland and thrown some blade baits. Well, y- you know that's exactly what we do. It was a lot <laughs> colder though. I, I, I miss those trips uh, going up and fishing with Wooly. We um, we used to those trips used to occur right after Christmas, uh, sometime between, uh, Oh, right after the first of the year, around the first week of January, we'd go up and, uh, their memorable trips. Uh, we would, uh, we'd day fish for a while and then we'd come in and, uh, get a bite and then we'd go back out and we'd fish till oh two o'clock in the morning, and it'd get so cold. Oh, they're bitterly cold, and and the guides would freeze. And we'd go back in, go to bed, and then Billy'd wake me up probably about eight or nine o'clock with a cup of coffee. And I had the coldest room. I sleep in a a sleeping bag uh, in bed, and uh, he'd have a cup of coffee sitting on the nightstand and I'd get up and I'd run to the bathroom. I mean, it was so cold in that house until <laughs> you got, till you got to the living room and you had a big fire running, you going in the fireplace. Uh, and for breakfast, I always loved He Billy was such a good cook. He'd have, he'd have fried pork chops, he'd really? have frog legs. What? Oh, for yeah, breakfast? Yeah, he'd have pork chops, uh, frog legs. He'd have sausage. He'd have uh, uh, gravy, uh, milk gravy. Wow. He'd have cat head. He'd have cat head biscuits. Uh, <laughs> yes. We'd have. Uh, oh, he'd have a he'd have a pile of food. A, a How'd you go bassing, Bill? You'd need to take a nap after eating all that in the morning. Oh, I'm telling you, he'd have a breakfast. Uh, he, your plate, your plate would sit there. A circus dog couldn't jump over it, and <laughs> we'd sit there and 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 sit back after a big breakfast. We'd sit back in those big chairs, recliners, and just sit and talk about what we were going to do. And about four o'clock, we'd go back out and we'd night fish till day fish till it, it was almost dark. Then you know it was winter time. That's and awesome. We'd fish till about one or two in the morning and we'd catch some nice smallmouth and hardcore. we'd use hardcore bill we'd, 
bait blades and uh, blade baits and pedigo uh, uh, flying rinds and yeah. jig and pork rinds and just that that old good smallmouth stuff and we caught some really nice smallmouth. I remember, but, I remember you hanging out with Billy and I, and I really didn't even plan on talking about it. Kind of just popped in my brain with this cold weather thing of, uh, <laughs> of, of what the things you yeah. used to do. But that was the golden times in Bass. It sure was. I mean, let's think about this. We've, you've, you've blessed us with your story on this show many times. The origin of Bill Dance. You getting that bait in the hardware store and it, and it set, and you set, you set in the world on fire after that but i want to talk tonight about bill dance the derber bill dance the tournament fisherman okay because you. you are very important in bass history and i hope that there's some people out here that hear some things that that they don't know for first off bill three-time aoy right three-time angler of the year right Oh, yeah. Three times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were the. <laughs> I was lucky. I was fortunate to make, make, make it three times. You're the trifa. Hey, also the first angler to ever win Angler of the Year, right? Is that right? They didn't start AOI until right. 1970, huh? Right. Okay. So you're the first guy ever to win AOI. Let's back up. You're the first guy to ever catch a bass in Ray's Dream Derbies. Right, so you're the first guy to ever catch a bass in BASS competition. Is that correct as well? Well, I caught the first one in the first very first tournament. That's the way it goes. Yeah, supposedly. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean supposedly? Do you think you did or you didn't? I mean, I think you did. Well, yeah, we. Uh, that was that was uh, the first tournament Ray held on Beaver Lake in uh, Arkansas back in. Uh, 1969 uh when the when he fired it was we used to have shotgun starts yeah and when uh the tournament started um i had a spot very close to uh the start and it was an old road bed that came down out of a out of a holler just right across from the uh starting point there at prairie creek and i told my partner troy anderson from little rock i said I've got a spot that's just straight across uh, from where we are right now. And I'd like, as soon as they shoot the gun, I'd like to just run straight in there. And I found a school of bass in there a couple of days ago, and it's a good starting spot. And uh, he said, that's fine with me. (laughs) And as soon as they fired the gun, we were way back in a, in Prairie Creek Cove, uh, from the where the marina was and as soon as they fired the gun i had there were three b- big boats in that particular tournament and i was running a, a fiberglass boat with a 60 merc on it yeah i think ray mersky was running a fiberglass boat with a 50 merc on it and someone else had had another engine uh, about that size and as soon as they fired the gun i was sitting way off to the left and as soon as they fired it i went straight to that cove and just as i went into the cove i cut the engine and i ran to the bow of the boat and while the boat was still just kind of gliding in i just grabbed the trolling motor dropped it grabbed my rod all in one motion came in and i could see the boats 
going out of the going out of the marina cove. And just as the bait got to about 14 feet, boot one hit it. And I set the hook and started reeling. It was about a two and a half pounder. And I just wheeled it up and just, just flipped it over in the boat. And Troy said, you know, that's the first fish of the tournament, Bill. You caught the first fish of the tournament. There it is. He said, I can still see all the boats going out of the cove. I can still see the two fastest boats going under the bridge. And, uh, I said, well, whatever. And I grabbed the fish, unhooked him, threw him in the live well, grabbed the trolling motor, spun the boat back a little bit. And we sat there and both caught five or six fish apiece. And I said, let's don't beat them. I've got other schools too. And uh, uh, we worked on them just a little bit and uh, they slowed down. And I said, come on, let's go. I've got another spot. And so we pulled out and went to it. And we limited out. And I think back then it was a 10 fish limit. And we went to the next spot and we finished the limit. And we spent the rest of the day looking for new spots. And uh, I had I had seven spots that had fish on it. But I spent the rest of the day looking for new spots for the to in case the other spots failed. But we had our limit real quick that morning before uh I think before eight o'clock. Did you did you but, borrow uh, that? Did, is it true uh, that you borrowed the, a sixty? We were horse? in first place. I, Bill, is it true that you borrowed that sixty horse to just that, I, to, that what that you borrowed that what that you borrowed the sixty horse to beef your boat up that for that event? No, a good a close friend. A close, uh, I had a boat, but it was a smaller boat, and my and my buddy that I fished with all the time had. Had, had a fiberglass boat with a 60 on it. And he said, just take mine. Gotcha. So okay. I ran his boat. It had, it was a, a faster horsepower. He was running a six. He was running a 60 Merc. So I ran his boat, but, uh, the advantage, it wasn't to try to outrun anybody to a, to a particular spot. It was just trying to save time running from spot to spot to spot, uh, you know, save time. And the more time you could save in a tournament, uh, from getting from one location to the other, uh, time was of essence many times, you know, running, uh, six miles from this spot lake, and then you're running back down here. The fish weren't at that location a particular time, or they might be at a location at a certain time, uh, you know, you, you might be, might be a morning bite or it might be an afternoon bite. That's the purpose of having faster boats, uh, you know, being able to cover more water and cover more fish in one location. It's a morning bite. Sometimes it's an afternoon bite. So uh, and you're trying to cover a lot of water and you're trying to look for new water, too. You catch your limit. Yeah. And you're off to look for new to new water to try to to cover the three days that you're trying to fish a particular event yeah, absolutely and i mean and and you pretty much kind of set the bar for the tournament angler uh i mean being one of the original or the original tournament bass fisherman you you kind of set the mold if that makes sense bill and um you, you it seemed like you had a very specific method of operation for your your tournament. well i my I learned early 
that and I had a I had a really good mentor by the name of Glenn Andrews. Uh, Glenn lived at Lead Hill, Missouri, and I met Glenn on Pickwick Lake the day I met. Well, I, I didn't meet. No, that's not true. I had met Glenn earlier at a Memphis boat show, and he had won several big, big uh, fishing events earlier, long before BASS was ever formed. They had some national bass tournaments, and Glenn had won some of those. I'd never heard of bass tournaments, <laughs> and uh, these were real early, early bass tournaments. What year Virgil was this, Ward. Bill? Was this like 66? What year was it approximately? Oh, this this was back in the 50s. Oh, wow. This was long before Ray Scott ever had a bass tournament. I gotcha. Okay. And these were, but Glenn Andrews had won, won some of these national tournaments. And I was at a Memphis bash, uh, Memphis uh, a sports show, and I saw these big trophies. And I saw it said world champion bass fisherman, Glenn Andrews. Hmm. And I walked over and introduced myself and I started talking to him. And he had won tournaments on these uh, Highland Reservoirs over in Missouri and um, out in Oklahoma. And uh, I'd never heard of these tournaments. And uh, he said, yeah, these were earlier tournaments and they don't they, it discontinued them and they didn't have them anymore. And a, a new, a new tournament series was starting to take shape. Uh, he'd heard of a guy by the name of Ray Scott and Ray was starting to form a new tournament society. And, uh, that was Ray Scott. Well, I, I started talking to Glenn and I was really impressed with Glenn. He was a soft spoken Southern Missouri guy. And, uh, and I, I was looking at all his accomplishments and his trophies. And um, and I, I just liked the way he talked. And I liked the way he presented himself. Well, anyway, time passed. And uh, I saw Glenn, I think, one more time at, a, at another boat show in uh, St. Louis. And we, we chatted again. And the next time I saw Glenn... I was on Pickwick Lake in Tennessee. It's a TBA facility, not far from about an hour and a half east of here, east of my home. And uh, Diane, my wife and I were up there fishing. And a fellow by the name of uh, Glenn Howes with the Tennessee Game and Fish Commission at that time pulled up. And Glenn was in the boat with him. And another fellow I didn't had never met. They introduced, and he said, it was Ray Scott. And I said, Ray, I've heard of you. And he said, yeah, I sent you an invitation to fish in my tournament in about uh, the, in about three months. And this was about April, and he sent me an invitation to fish this coming following June on Beaver Lake in Arkansas. This was in 69, and uh, Glenn was there. And he told me that it, they'd caught a bunch of nice bass on the lake that morning. And I said, Glenn, you've never fished this lake, have you? And he said, no, I never have. And I said, how'd you do? And he told me what he'd done. And they'd caught a nice string of bass up to four. They had several four and five pound fish. And I asked him how deep he'd caught them. And I like to fell out of the boat when he told me <laughs> that he had caught these fish and, uh, 
some of them 17 to 24 feet of water. That's deep. And I, I, it just blew me away because all my fishing in the Mississippi Delta and around Memphis and up and down the Mississippi River and the Oxbows, I was accustomed to fishing. If I caught a fish in eight, eight feet of water, I was fishing in deep water. Yeah, that's a wintering hole. And, and Glenn said, before y'all, uh, Ray was just running 90 miles a minute telling me all about his tournaments and <laughs> invited us, Diane and I, to go to breakfast with him. And I said, yeah, we'd like to go. And he said, we're going to have break. We're going to, we've got a couple of places to go. We're going to fish a couple of places and we're, we're going to have breakfast at this particular location. Uh, about 10 o'clock y'all meet us there. And I said, yeah, we'd love to. And, uh, Glenn said, Bill, there's a channel point right out here behind you. Are you familiar with it? And I said, what's a channel point? And uh, he, <laughs> I, I was learning what deep water was right then. Sure. And this and, and this will play big in my future in tournament fishing. And I said, he, he explained it to me. And uh, he said, there's a turnout right there. It's 17 feet. And I, I saw on the graph uh, on my depth finder, there's quite a few fish right there. If you'll, how heavy a slip sinker are you fishing? On your worm, I said, "Oh, about a, a quarter ounce." He said, "If you'll increase that to a three eighths and move out there and fish about seventeen feet, I think you'll catch you a few nice fish." And I said, "Well, I appreciate that." Well, I moved out there after they left. I said, "We'll see you at ten for breakfast," and I threw out there, and the worm went to seventeen feet. I counted it at. 10, 12, and 13, and 14, and 15, and 16, and 17, boop, it hit the bottom. And I said, Diane looked at me, and I said, you know what? I'm fishing 17 feet of water. <laughs> I've never, I, my worm's going to get the bend. That's crazy. I've never fished that deep. In, I've never fished a worm that deep in my life. <laughs> and I moved it a foot, and something went boom. And I, I said, I, I cannot tell you the sensation that I experienced at that moment. I, I, I cannot even begin to tell you what I experienced at that, at that moment. And I pulled up and it, it, it pulled back and I set, I took up slack and I set the hook and I reeled in a bass about a pound and three quarters, two pounds. And I caught him and I turned around, I pulled him over in the boat and I screamed at Diane. I said, do you see what your husband just did? <laughs> And she, she, she looked at me and she said, yeah, you caught a bass. I said, Dan, no, 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 no. Do you, do you not see what just happened here? Do you not see what just happened here? This, this right here is changing the whole direction in my life. You can't believe what just went on here. And you knew it. Yes, I can. You just caught a fish. And I said, no, no. I caught a fish deeper than I have ever caught a fish in my life. I can't believe what I just did. Glenn Andrews told me to do something that I have never done in my life. I can't believe that I caught a fish in this depth of water. And 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 On I started thinking. My, <laughs> I, yeah, my mind just started clicking, click, 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 click of all the places that I knew where there was a a, a channel bank where where there was a turn in and a turnout on Pickwick Lake that I just, I love that lake and my home lake. And I said, golly, look up here. 
And I threw back and I caught another one. I threw back nothing. I threw back the third time and I caught another one. I said, golly. And I said, we, we got to get, and I reeled up, I put my rod down and I said, we're going to breakfast. <laughs> and I got with Glenn and I was, I'm trying to talk to Glenn. I'm asking him everything I can possibly ask him. And Ray's sitting here talking to me about the tournaments. And I got Glenn's number. And I think I call Glenn every single night and asking him <laughs> questions about how to read topo maps, how to read what what is a line compass, how to triangulate, how to read 90 degrees, how to triangulate 90 degrees this and 90 degrees that, how, how to how to how to read deep water, how to fish deep water. And 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 I was trying out I, I asked that man every question I could possibly, and I was writing notes. And I, I got topo maps. I got the smallest interval maps I could get because they showed so much more. And he was telling me all this interesting stuff about deep water. And I said, if I'm going to fish tournaments, no one is doing this. This is one way I can win. I know this is a way to win. And I said, everybody's in shallow. They're throwing spinner baits and they're throwing worms up against the bank. And that's the way they're fishing. This is the way they're doing it. And I said, I've got to learn to get off the banks. And, and I heard an old fisherman once say, for every 10% of the banks on uh, every 10% of the fish that are on the banks, there's 90% behind you. Wow. And I said, who, I asked Glenn, I said, who said that? And Glenn said, I said it. <laughs> Glenn and knew. I said, I believe it. I believe it. And, uh, so Bill when I went, when I went to Beaver, I had deep water in my mind and, uh, it was a time of year. It was June and I had deep water in my mind and I started out and I got so frustrated with that deep, clear lake. It was a Highland reservoir Oh gosh. and something similar to Pickwick Lake, but Pickwick was kind of three lakes in one from the upper reaches. It was lowland to midland to highland. And, uh, but the deepest water in Pickwick, it came on down to about, uh, it ranged from four feet, uh, channels, four foot ledges to 16 foot ledges to 20 foot ledges to 25 foot ledges. And, uh, Beaver was, we're talking 60, 80, 90 feet of water, I mean, 100 clear, feet yeah. water. Scary. And it, it threw me 180. Yeah. And I got so discouraged. And I said, I went, to, I, I, Glenn called me and he said, what do you think? I said, I, I can't do this. I, I just, I, I'm, I'm, I just got so frustrated. And he said, he came, we got together and he said, you turn this boat around. And don't you ever tell me that word. I don't want to ever hear you say quit. I never want to hear you say frustrated. I want you to keep a positive mind. I tell you what I want you to do tomorrow. And don't you tell me, don't you dare give me a frown. You don't you, you look at me with a positive attitude. You get out there in your boat and you start down the bank and you look at everything along that shoreline. And you picture it, it's the same as it, once it enters that water, it never changes. It continues all the way out underwater the same way. 
But the only difference from the time it enters the water, it only, the only change, it just gets deeper. It only gets deeper. And the only thing different when you throw a bait, like a worm, a jig, or anything that you have to fish deep that needs to get deep, like a worm, a spinnerbait's hard to fish deep, a crankbait's hard to fish deep, a topwater bait's hard to fish deep. Yeah. There's many baits that are hard to fish deep, but those baits that are that are built and are made for you to fish deep, it only there's only one difference. It just takes a little bit longer for that bait to get to the bottom when you're fishing deep water. Just remember that. Have the patience to let it go deep. And fish go deep. And I said, I believe that. <laughs> and he said, well, keep thinking that. It, it, a fish can adjust to deep water. He turned you around, Glenn did. Hey, 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 let me, let me tell you something. He turned me around <laughs> and he helped me so much with deep water and those early tournaments. And let me tell you what happened that, let me tell you that first morning of that tournament, I was catching fish 14 to 17 feet. I had another spot. I was catching them 17 to 22 feet. No one in that tournament fished anywhere half that deep. They even two third. They, they didn't fish a third that deep. And uh, that's scary for an oxbow boy. Well, it, well, I, I, I let it two days, and I, I, I just I could I didn't pull it off. But the I remember all my tournaments or most of my tournaments. I, that I was fortunate to win a lot of them, a lot of them came out of deep water and, uh, were many of them were in the middle of the lake, uh, out way off, way off the shoreline. You taught us that. Uh, I mean, you were the, one of the guys that put that whole off the bank thing into, into play and, and, and look at it, Bill, it worked for you. I, I have it here somewhere. 78 tournaments you fished for BASS. And out of those 54 times you finished in the money and most of them were off the bank. Well, I just learned that I learned that from Glenn. And I thought if I, if I was going to win or do good, I had to get off the bank. And I thought based on what he taught me, there's more fish behind you than, uh, than along the shoreline. There's more out behind you. And all the structural features, there's shallow water out behind you too. And uh, that fish seek uh, places where they, even if they're shallow out deep, they're close to deeper water. And even if they're deep, they're close to deeper water. Yeah. They may be 30 feet, but they're hanging close to even deeper water. And uh, uh, I remember a classic I fished the last, and I had Charlie Searcy the outdoor writer for the uh, Tennessean, Nashville, Tennessean. And Charlie moved on to Chattanooga and, and started writing for the Chattanooga Times. But Charlie was my observer writer. And he got in a boat with me and he said, well, what do we got planned today? And I said, I could only carry 10 pounds of tackle for this <laughs> classic event. This classic event. You remember yeah. when we could only do that? Yes, yes. And I said, I got three packs of sportsman floating worms and I'm Carolina rigging <laughs> and I'm, I'm down to my last three packs 
but I've got three extra worms that I've used a cigarette lighter to, to fuse them back together. That's awesome. So, so he said, and, and I, uh, I, I've got, I caught a limit the first day. I caught a limit of 10 the second day. And, uh, I, I, I found them in 30 feet the first day. They moved to 42 feet the second day. And the third day, it was right where a creek channel hit the Savannah River. And it was right at 52 feet. The third day, they moved to 52 feet. That's crazy. And uh, and I, I, I caught them. Uh, I was getting them 52 feet. <laughs> but I learned that deep water fish are much more dependable than shallow water fish. Okay. They don't move. These fish move for some odd reason. They were pulling water. Uh, I don't know, but they, these fish dropped. Uh, th or they could have been. Uh, those fish were there, and I didn't know it, and it was a different school of fish. But I lost those fish at, at uh, 40, 42 feet. And I just said, well, maybe they moved deeper. And I got into another school of fish at 52 feet. I don't know. But anyway, I found them. I was catching them 32 to 52 over a three-day span. That's nuts, Bill. And, uh, hey, think about this, Bill. Listen, too. A 52-foot or 32-foot and a five-and-a-half-foot pistol grip rod, monofilament line, and a Texas-rigged plastic worm. That's a, lot. That's a powerful hook set, Mr. Dance. Yeah. Well, we, we had moved up to a little bit longer handles by then, but, uh, we, we had that, but, uh, I'd learned, uh, that, um, uh, that I'd learned a lot and we all have, you know, we, we all ask questions and that's how we learn. And I ask a lot of questions from, from the best fisherman I ever met in my life. And that was old Glenn. And Glenn, um, BASS, uh, is doing a, a series, um, on, on bass, on the history of bass. Yes, sir. And, um, I did a, I did a piece with him, uh, not long ago. And we talked about Glenn and they went up to Lead Hill and they did a story on Glenn too. Oh, and wow. I'm, I'm so glad they did. That's awesome. Um, and, uh, he's, he's still kicking and doing well. Um, uh, we, we had, a it, it was really nice because we had a, uh, Johnny Mars had a big, big event at Table Rock Lake last spring where he gave away, uh, goodness gracious. It was a <laughs> big, big tournament event put on by Toyota. And I think Johnny gave away close to over 4 million in prizes and boats and, yeah. and, uh, and what he'd given away to conservation. It was a major, major event that Johnny put on there on table rock. Yes, sir. Lakes. And, um, uh, our friends won it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. From, yeah, they did. Yep. Yeah. Uh, from, from Illinois. No, no. Over there from Alabama. Oh, that's it. They yeah. were. They're from Alabama. The Wonder Those Twins. Boys. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, they were from Alabama. Yeah. And uh, hardest, three, hardest three years of my life was the first grade, and I failed it. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to remember stuff. They were from Alabama. Yes, sir. And uh, But anyway, I, I was standing there, and 
Jimmy Houston runs up and he said, have you seen Glenn Andrews? And I said, no. I said, Glenn's not here. And he said, yes, he is. And he said, look, I said, where is he? He said, I was just talking to him a while ago. Look way up there at the top and on those bleacher stands, you see the guy in the tweed cap. And I said, yeah. And he said, that's Glenn right there sitting beside his daughter and his son. And I said, that's Glenn. (laughs) And I said, I said, I'm going up there. He said, no, Johnny's got us up on the stage in just a minute. And I turned around to Johnny. I said, Johnny, is there any way possible I can say something about Glenn Andrews? And he said, I've heard you talk about Glenn. I said, he's the best bass fisherman I've ever, I've ever met in my entire life. And, him, for, and Johnny said, for you to say that, that's got to be pretty powerful. Wow. And Jimmy said, Jimmy said, he is. And then Roland was standing there, Roland Martin. I said, Roland, come here. Who's the best bass fisherman you ever met? He said, Glenn Andrews. And I said, I'm telling you, Johnny, he, he's the best. And he said, well, you know, this is an NBC. NBC is shooting this live, uh, shooting this. And he says, you know how they are about time. It's just a it's down to a, a second deal with them. But if you just jerk the mic out of my hand, I don't know what they're going to say about it. <laughs> and, and he said, he said, just jerk it out of my hand. I'm going to be talking. And you just say, you just grab it and say, Hey, I want to say something. There it is live. Just, just, Johnny said, just pull it out of my hand. You know, Johnny's the greatest guy in the world. And, uh, so Johnny's up there talking and, uh, Johnny's making an announcement about this and that. And I said, Johnny. And he said, yes, Bill. I said, can I say something? And I just pulled the mic out of his hand. And I said, you know, I want to, I want to just say one thing, you know, we all have mentors and we all want to recognize people in our lives that that are just very, very special people. And I think Jimmy and Roland will say, will echo exactly what I'm wanting to say. There's an individual here that I don't think I would be where I am today had it not been for this guy here. And I want him to stand up right now and everybody recognize him. And that's that man standing, sitting with a cane right up here. He's 91 years old today. And that's Glenn Andrews. Glenn, stand up. And he stood up and took his hat off and he waved. And I said, would you agree to that, Jimmy? Will you agree to that, Roland? And they said, yes, we would. And Glenn just waved. And when it was over with, Diane and Diane was there with me and Diane and Roland and Jimmy and I went all the way up there and uh, uh, Jimmy walked up and shook his hand and Roland shook his hand and then he looked and he says I be there's little Diane I mean (laughs) come here and he grabbed her and gave her a hug and he says you still putting up with this worthless thing come here Bill and he gave me a big hug and I just kind of wanted to put tears in your eyes. Wow. But it, he, he was so good. and just, it, just so special. And he's still and, kicking uh, these days. Bill, how old is he now? 91. 91. And he, 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 he's sharp as a Gillette razor. <laughs> he, <laughs> Stepping yeah. razor, isn't he? Yeah. Wow. And uh, he's, 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 a, he's just a great, great guy. And I mean, a tremendous, he's still a good fisherman, but, you know, we look back at, at things in life and people we meet and uh he he really helped me and helped me along and through through my tournament career and being able to 
do the things that I wanted to do. And, and it got me off the bank in the deeper water. And that's what helped me with my tournament career. Yeah. I mean, big I, time. I mean, amazing that that happened, Bill. And you became yeah. notori- oh, it is. notorious for reading the topo maps, notorious for the old locator, the flasher, notorious for yeah. the Texas rig deep worms getting off the bank. I mean, yeah, you were a tur- pe- Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. No, it's, it's people you meet. You know, it's people, it, it's little things in life that, that can change your whole direction in life. Um, I, um, I pulled into the, a, a boat dock over Horseshoe Lake. It's a big C-shaped oxbow where I learned to shallow water fish. And uh, there was an old guy, an old guy standing there, and he was just, his country is, uh, is coal oil, as barnyard, you know, and he, <laughs> he said, uh How'd you do today? And I said, I'm not real well. I caught a few. And he said, what are you fishing with? And I, I was fishing with a bogey eel. Okay. Piece, it, it was a, a pork eel, yeah. nine inches long. And I'd used a horse collar weed guard on it, uh, a weedless hook. And I'd throw it up. We had submerged coontail moss in the lake. It's the original porco, throw- Bill. It's like the original I, porco. Yeah, that's what gave me the idea to. To, to we designed the porco gotcha and uh this was way back yonder and uh i threw it up i throw it up this was in the uh early 60s early mid 60s and i throw it up on the uh, late 60s early 60s mid 60s and i throw it up on the uh moss we had submerged moss and i just twitch it off and let it fall and they'd grab it and they'd head hit, you know, a fish hits a head front end, the, the head of something moving forward and they'd grab it. And I'd miss probably half the fish had hit it. But anyway, I told him about it and he said, uh, do you ever fish a flip tail worm? And I said, I never heard of a flip tail worm. And he showed me what a flip tail worm was. And I said, uh, where you live, Stan? He said, well, I live on Lake Washita, but I, uh, I spray cotton. I, I stay over at Hughes, Arkansas through, uh, the late summer months and, uh, spring and I spray, uh, cotton and beans and, uh, I fly and spray cotton and beans. And then I spray cotton in the fall, defoliate cotton, but then I fish this lake a lot. And I said, well, what's a flip tail worm? And he said, here's, here, here it is. And I Texas rig it. I said, how you Texas rig it? He said, like this. He said, that's what I've been catching them on. I said, how'd you do today? He said, I caught a limit. I said, really? He said, yeah. I came early this morning. I caught a limit and came back late this afternoon. I sprayed most of the day and then came back this afternoon, caught another limit. I said, really? And he said, yeah. He said, here's a couple of packs. Try these. And I said, I, he said, I know the guy that makes these worms down in Bainbridge, Georgia, and he sends them to me. And uh, I got over on uh, Lake Washita. And I said, really? He said, yeah. And I said, um, he said, that's Bill Stembridge. I said, Bill Stembridge. And he said, yeah, he makes the flip tail worms. So he said, I said, how you rig this thing? He showed me. He said, you want to use the lightest slip sinker you can use. 
Well, eventually, as time passed, I fished with Stan and got to know Stan. And he showed me how to fish a slip sinker worm. Wow. And I learned the weights of slip sinkers and the importance of slip sinkers. And eventually, I met Bill Stembridge. And Bill Stembridge was sending me tons of flip tail worms. <laughs> and, of course. And of course. it's just who you meet and, and how things happen, you know. Did, in life, did he and, teach uh, you, Bill? Did he teach you to say "There he is" when you got bit on the on the flip tail? Yeah, well, the, the flip tail was in there. He is, you know, they, in the book <laughs> yes, that we sir. did. There he is. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, the flip, flip tail worm, and uh, I caught a lot of fish on the flip tail worm. And, and then, it, and then it went to the blue jelly worm. After the flip tail, I remember you were just heavy on the blue yeah. blue man's. It had to be blue. You once told me. It doesn't matter what color worm you throw, Pat, as long as it's blue. As long as if, it's a blueberry jelly worm. Yeah, if you're out of blue, you're out of worms. Yeah. <laughs> when's, and, the last, uh, when's the last time you rigged up a blue Texas rig? I did last uh, last Friday. Okay. I, the, ri- the Mississippi River is real low right now, and we're we're working with Gamakatsu on a weedless hook. And uh, we... we, we they're screaming to find out about two different styles on, on this hook. Okay. And, uh, they saying, tell us which one, which one I said, I can't get in the river. I can't get in the river. <laughs> and they said, what do you mean? You can't get in the river. I said, I can't load a boat in the Mississippi and, uh, we, there's no ramps available. Well, we found out they did some dredging at Helena, Arkansas. And uh, we went down uh, last Friday, and we loaded in, and we went down river, and we experimented with these two hooks, and we found out which hook is best. And I called Gamakatsu, uh, I guess it was Monday. Okay. Uh, what's today? I Today's Wednesday. Track. Wednesday. Yeah, I called him Monday, and I said, this is the hook. Go with it. So we we finalized the hook. That we're coming with, really? For cat, yeah, for catfish. Okay, and uh, it's it's a good one. And uh, for fishing heavy cover, uh, and these tournament fishermen, I think are going to really like it. We got another good thing where we just turn loose. To, uh, uh, I might tell you about. Please We've do. Worked real hard on for the past three months. We've got a. Uh, we're releasing our ninth book. Uh, uh, called uh, oh, it's coming out uh, before Christmas in about a month. So another one. It'll it'll have a lot of these funny stories that. Uh, yeah, another one. That's so, your ninth book. We'll Is that what you said? You ninth. Up there for, it'll be our, it'll it'll be our ninth book. Yeah, and uh, it's it's a story of um, funny stories. Okay, uh, I like tales of from the time. We waded the creeks when I was a little boy, fishing with my granddaddy from Mulberry Creek in Middle Tennessee to all our tournament experiences growing up from um, all the wild stories, even with Glenn Andrews, even with uh, all our experiences with uh, Ray Scott that were wild tales from even all the way up to the present date, wild and funny stories with celebrities. Bill. celebrities we've met along the way to where we are now 
Bill, ask ask what uh, what our favorite uh, Bill Dance book is here at Stray Cast. All right, what is your favorite book there? It is Dancing Objects. Dancing Objects is by far your masterpiece. That's oh, like that's an, uh, yeah, Dancing yeah, Objects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, that was a good book for us because it was so educational, and I want to do one more real good educational book, and we've got it. We've got it set to go. We've got a lot of the material set aside to go with it. An, another real good, more in depth book on our educational book. So we've got it for a tenth book we're looking at now. But that was a that was a good book that came along at a good time because of the educational aspect. Um, uh, but this book is uh, it just it covers uh, just so much stuff that took place, crazy stuff that took place uh, uh, at a wild time, uh, the bar times of growing up and just just crazy things that happened all the way to the present day. It's crazy. From, uh, the whole world of bass fishing is pretty much crazy, Bill. I mean, oh, yeah. we know that from 67 when you started Durbin for BASS up until mm. this present day. I mean, bass fishing is not a normal sport or a normal industry. Is that is that safe to say, Bill? Oh no, it's not. It changes all the time. <laughs> it's- it changes all the time. I, I I was on the phone this morning, uh, a conference call with Zach Swanson with uh, Quantum Zepco, and we were talking about the changes in equipment and the changes in. Uh, it's it's just amazing how, how it changes from year to year to year to year. You know, it's it. Changed. And I was yes, I was with. Uh, Yesterday, I was in West Point, Mississippi with uh, uh, the Mossy Oak people, and we were talking about patterns, and, and they're, they're getting into Mossy Oak fishing now, and okay. the patterns that fishermen like, and the patterns that hunters like, and where fishing's going, where hunting's going, and it's, 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 it's amazing how things change so fast. So, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a crazy world with sportsmen. Yeah, and uh, I mean, and you say... It's always changing, but here's something that's consistent. You, Bill Dance, you're consistent. Like, you've been there for, <laughs> you are. I mean, you've been there for us bass heads from day one. I got to tell you, when it, when your television show started, I used to go, I, we didn't have cable television at my house, and I'd ride my bike across town not once a week but twice a week to my rich friend's house they had cable. Rich. <laughs> yeah, yeah they had their parents had cable my, that's funny yeah. thank you <laughs> you're a loyal fan you're a loyal fan pat thank yeah, you yeah yeah and i would watch tw- i'd watch the not just the time it would air on espn the first time but then i'd go for the rerun the second time watch the same show you know just to, just because it was that cool and nobody around my town the south side of chicago bass fished bill it was a nice well, thank you it was an escape bass fishing was an escape and you, it was man you saved me from a lot of trouble i got in a, you could tell and i've been in a few i've been in a little trouble in my life bill you know what i mean but i gotta tell you but you your rich friend got you out of yeah it, yeah he sure did and so, 
<laughs> and so did you, Bill. Seriously. Oh, you, so, I mean, you kept me from getting in more trouble, if that makes any sense. You know what I mean? Because I had to go yeah. back. I had to go bassing in the morning like Bill Dance. My friends thank would be you. going at it, but I'd be going bassing in the morning. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're uh, you're, uh, you're a very uh, a very important part to so many. Thank uh, you, buddy. I appreciate that very much. That's nice of you to say. Um, we've uh, we've had a good run, and I it's been it's, it's been a fun run. You're still a you're lot of still great, great running. People. You're still running. Huh? What is you're still running, Bill? I'm hearing all kinds of crazy noise now. What is what is going on? Do we know, Ginge? Do we what? Yeah, I Bill, are you hearing that crazy noise? No. Are, oh, oh, I Ginge, how are you doing on the other end? Oh, I told you, let's go. Yeah, hey, Bill, you're not going to believe this. Yes, I will. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> wait till you, I can't, I don't know what else to say, but ladies and gentlemen, right now, we have, uh, we have one of your besties, Bill, and uh, he wants to come in here and, uh, and, and, and uh, say a little something, and we're going to play a bass fishing game show. Okay. What do, what do you think about that? So, uh, Andy, you tell me when we're ready to rip. I think I, I I think ladies and gentlemen, oh my goodness gracious, it's the one and only Jimmy Houston. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Hey. Hey. Can you hear me? Hey Jimmy. Hey, how you how you doing? Where are you? Oh my I'm, you know, I'm hey, in my, hey, in my hey, living room at home. Chris and hey, I are hey, sitting Houston. watching Chris and hey. I are sitting here watching television. Hey, I'm Bill. Hey, Chris. Hey, sweetheart. How are you doing? Hey. Hey, Chris. That makes my day to see you. Yes. Don't tell him it makes your day day to see him. (laughs) I've asked about you a million times. I hope you're doing well. Well, thank you. I miss you. (laughs) How about that, buddy? How you doing? Hey, that that made my day right there. Thank you, Well, I kind of... it cheers me up every day. It cheers me up every day myself. I know it does. You know, you know what you're like. You're like a niche. You won't go away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I'm not even going to begin to ask you hey, what it is. Hey, hey, I, let me tell you something, buddy. I love you for what you just did. Thank you so much for that. Well, I, you know, I thought I'd jump on here and visit with you a little bit. And I thought you would, uh, You'd kind of enjoy seeing her smiling face, you know. It's hey, I, hey, that may, I tell you something. You can't. It brings tears to my eyes. It really does. Well, I'm you should so tell, happy for that. Should I, tell Diane you. how much we appreciate y'all's prayers. Hey, we, she's poured a bunch of them your way, and you know that. Oh, I know, buddy. I know. Yeah, uh, you beautiful. doing okay? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You talk hey, to her, buddy. Hey, how, about, talk- how about your new book? Have you got that thing ready yet? <laughs> oh, they're they're wor- they're working on it right now, buddy. I I was just they, telling Pat about they, it. I thought it was a Bill Dance book. I thought you were writing that. No, you're all through it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, I, I I want it to sell. I had to put you in it. Have you got a picture of me in there? A bunch of them. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I have. You're in it. I promise you are. Okay, put me on the hair page. <laughs> hey, I was t- hey, I was telling Pat about uh, you pointing out Glenn Andrews to me at the World's Fair. You know, oh, uh, what wasn't that something? Yeah, I actually, they did a the Bassmaster did a feature on him uh, 
about a month ago. They went up there and interviewed him. Really? Isn't that fantastic? Yeah. I was yeah, actually uh, doing a deal for the, um, for the uh, Bass uh, Fishing Hall of Fame. And I yeah. talked about Glenn Andrews, as a matter of fact, fishing against him in the uh, 1966 World Series of Sports Fishing on Lake Eufaula, Oklahoma. Yeah. And him winning the tournament and uh, some little blonde-headed kid uh, from Oklahoma finishing 18th. And I couldn't believe I didn't, couldn't believe yeah. I didn't win that tournament. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad he beat you. Well, I, I am too as I look back on it. I know. I, I knew you would. Time. I knew you would. But. Hey, you guys are, you guys, Jimmy, you look amazing. I mean, you really do. Don't well, I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm hanging in there for 178. <laughs> You're like a vampire. Uh, you yeah. must have had another birthday. Hey, you, you I, 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 I birthday. don't know what has figured that out, but you. <laughs> the vampire, the vampire part. Yeah, the vampire part. Yeah. <laughs> That's outstanding. I mean, how long have you guys known each other? How long? How long? 100, all our lives. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, back when I was a kid, back when I was a kid in Moore, Oklahoma, I watched Bill dance on television and I just, I thought, I mean, I thought the man <laughs> could catch a fish in a mud hole and, uh, and he can, and, uh, he just, uh, became my, my, my hero. And then, uh, another buddy came, came along named Roland Martin. You watched and, him uh, when you were a kid he too. Could, he could catch him too. And, uh, so I and I, I learned how to worm fish from both of them when I was like 11 or 12 years old. And uh, Bill said any co any color of worm was all right as long as it was blue. And Roland Martin said any color was okay as long as it's purple. So I just throw a purple or blue worm and I'd catch them. When you were a kid, they taught you this. Oh yeah, I was yeah. just I just just knee high to a grasshopper. Kid. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. They're my they're my heroes. They always have been. Jimmy is four years younger. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I gotta I gotta tell you, you know, uh all seriousness, bass fishing would not be what it is today without Bill Dance and Roland Martin. Yeah. Uh man. it's just it's just amazing. It's just amazing. And Jimmy Houston. And Jimmy Houston. Well, I'm I'm kinda better, I'm kinda you hanging in there. Yourself I'm, the, in there. Yeah. I'm the kid I'm the kid in the bunch, but I'm kinda hanging in there with them. You're doing great. <laughs> You're doing good for yourself, young man. <laughs> well, we're, we we have fun. We have fun. That's what life's all about. It's having a great time. Hank's been in there sixty nine years. You know. You know, Hank is Bill. It's hard to believe, and I know you have a hard time believing it. But, but Hank is actually younger than me. But you can't tell by looking. Oh. <laughs> That's what uh, I tell people, you know, they just don't believe me. No, you can't. True. I believe that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. We need a we need a legends <laughs> debate one time. Hank's going. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's right, Pat. <laughs> uh, I man, I mean, it's it's pretty amazing that I got to say, two of America's favorite television fishermen, two of the best tournament fishermen in history to get television shows because of their tournament prowess. Like, you're the first two guys, aren't you, to ever get a television show because you kicked ass in tournaments? Well, right? you know, actually, uh, Virgil Ward, who had uh, 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 championship fishing, Virgil Ward won the World Series of Sports Fishing in uh, 1962. Right, And he yes. actually won it out at yeah. Dad's Resort on Lake Tenkiller. And I fished with uh, Virgil Ward uh, the, during that uh, practice period. They came down there and fished about two or three weeks. And, and I got to meet and fish with Glenn Andrews and Glenn Causey and Virgil Ward and Jim Rogers and, 
and uh, Joe Krieger, who was the defending world champion. And, uh, and those guys were the very best bass fishermen in the world at that time. And from that victory, Virgil Ward started championship fishing. And, and that's why I called it because he had won that world uh, series of sports fishing championship. Got but, it. Uh, okay. But now the, 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 the BASS careers, you know, kind of led Roland Martin also the same, uh, you know, we sort of all followed the same paths. And the great thing about, uh, Bill is he paved the way. I mean, he was uh, in uncharted territories and Roland kind of followed him. And, and I, I've told Bill this before, I didn't tell either one of them for probably 30 years, but, um, and uh, this next year on television will be our 46th year. So, Yikes. but uh, wow. before I started, I got a hold of all the Bill Dance shows I could get my hands on, <laughs> and all the Roland Martin shows I could get my hands on. All right, and I watched them over and over and over. I watched them until I was about to throw up every time Roland said, "Oh, son, oh, son," <laughs> and, and, and every time Bill Dance says, "Many times you will find when fishing." <laughs> and and, uh, and, go on to and and all I tried to do was I thought, man, these guys and they were buddies at that time already, and and I said, you know, I I just want to emulate what I think they're doing right, and try to avoid what they're doing wrong. And the great thing about it was. I didn't have much to avoid because Bill Dance and Roland Martin doesn't do too much wrong. Yeah, I'm, I, I'll tell you what, man. You guys are the trifecta. I got to always throw you back in there too, Jimmy, because it don't ever seem like you can do wrong either. You're like, he's hey, Bill, he's kind of like the Ferris Bueller of bass fishing. You ever see yep. that movie Ferris Bueller? It's just like Jimmy just, he just, no matter what, he just, it's always going <laughs> It's always roses for Jimmy. He does he does a great job. He really does. <laughs> hey, you guys are both fans of the sport of bass fishing. Is that an accurate statement? Very much so. Okay. Now, here's something that we're 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 gonna decide right now in the bass galaxy. Um, who knows more about the sport of bass fishing? Bill Dance. Oh, okay. Yeah, Bill Dance. Uh, like a tournament of some sort? Well, we're going to play a game show, Jimmy. Okay, a game show. I'll yeah, for that. we're going to play a game show, and this is... bet <laughs> car trucks and things. What's that, Jimmy? Does it have prizes, like new cars and trucks and, you know, something like... A new car! You know, something or, you know... <laughs> How about a truck? Yeah, well, we're going to give away your truck, Jimmy. We'll give away your truck to the winner. Oh, I'll, I'll go for uh, that. Okay, well, there we go. <laughs> if it's clean. Yeah. <laughs> If it's clean. Yeah, whoever gets it, they definitely need the work job right now. All right. <laughs> so here's, there's five questions, and this is best three out of five. Okay. okay. And uh, so it's just game show style, and we're going to let Bill go first since he, he's. Okay. Oh, Lord. Yeah, he's, uh, the you know, eldest go first. Respect your elders, right, Jimmy? Yes. I'll. I'll yeah. I'll, I'll, oh, oh, okay. Uh, Jim, uh, so let's do Thank it. you, child. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's try it. What do you got? We got any old-fashioned game show music, Chinch? Oh, here it is. It's the BASS match game. With this, this lovely couple right here. All right, these are BASS questions. For, okay. For Bill Dance and Jimmy Houston, and, and you're up first. Jimmy Bill. will win that because he knows he's, he's like a walk encyclopedia. Well, <laughs> let's, let's find out. Um, so the first question is... Who is this? This to you, Bill Dance. Uh, who is the best spinnerbait fisherman out of bass fishing TV hosts? 
the best spinnerbait fisherman of all time out of Bass Fishing TV host. Bill Dancer. Jimmy Houston. Jimmy Houston. Oh, Jimmy Houston is. Okay. And, yeah. uh, Ginge, what does the uh, survey say there? Is that, what is it? Okay. Oh, it's, it's it came in. Wait. The answer's, the answer's Bill Dance. Bill Dance. The answer's Bill Dance. I don't know. <laughs> what the, was your question? I, the, the best spinnerbait, the best television show host spinnerbait fisherman of all time. I don't know what that means. but that's, Jimmy Houston. Okay, well, I, I guess they said Bill Dance here. The 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 compute, the Google said Bill Dance. With the computer. No, it's Jimmy Houston. Okay. Yeah. That's wrong. It's yeah. Jimmy Houston. Okay, all right. Well, that with Jimmy Houston is the best spinnerbait fisherman of all time. Yeah. Okay. Yes. We're, yes. We're correcting the computer. This co- this goes to Jimmy Houston. Jimmy, so Bill Dance is up one. Jimmy, who caught the first bass ever in BASS competition? I, I want to say the guy was from Memphis, Tennessee, and his name is William Dance. William Dance. That's correct. Okay. Yes. So now we have a Beaver, Lake, Beaver, a Beaver Lake, and that's a bonus answer. Bonus. So that put me ahead. It's a bonus. One plus, one, <laughs> one plus one. Is that correct on the lake, Bill? Yes, 100%. Yes. Yep. Yeah, and Jimmy gave himself a plus one, which means he's at 1.5 answers, and Bill is at yes. one answer. Correct. Yes. I'm loving well, I say, well, how, how comes he get, how comes he, he's, he's, a, he's a judge already. He's got an extra point. I don't argue with Jimmy No, no I got an extra half point. You get yes. an extra half point for adding adding uh, essential facts to the question. That's correct. That's one of the rules down at the very, if you look at the very bottom of that rule page, in some little bitty print that probably your eyes are not good enough to read. Subclause. You, you add extra information that is factually correct, you get a half a point extra. You kill me, Houston. Yeah. Yeah. I the, kill me. The, what uh, can I say? All right. So what Jim- can I say? <laughs> I'm gonna get. We, to we, the, we may I, run this. We may I, run I, this. I, I'm gonna weeks, get to the it. bottom of this. Hey, Jimmy, you got a choice now. You can you can get the next question, or you can pass it to your friend. You, it's three out of five. Remember, so you're up point five. Oh, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll Boy, you're really putting it tough on me. Yeah. So I'm what, already already had one point five to one. I'll, I'll I'll take the question. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, hey Jimmy, well, you you making all the rules? Hey, Jimmy, who won the 1976 BASS South Carolina Invitational on Sandy Cooper? Uh, I, I think that was a, a, a boy from Oklahoma, and uh, his name was Jimmy Houston. Jimmy Houston, that is correct. That is right. So now, Jimmy is at two. Well, he gets the easiest question too. Oh, okay, Bill, 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 I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you a, uh, I'll give you a. Uh, um, I'll give you a chance to get a half a no, point. No, you ain't giving nothing. He, you ain't giving nothing. I'm going to give you just a simple question about that. Okay. Go ahead, Jimmy. Okay. Jimmy Houston won that tournament, and Jimmy fished one day of that tournament with one of the most famous bass fishermen of all time in that tournament. And during that day fishing with him, he caught the largest fish of the day. Oh, maybe the second largest. Second largest, I'm sorry. And who was that famous fisherman that Jimmy was fishing with? For a half point, Bill. It's for a half Think. point. Uh-oh, Bill's frozen up. Jimmy, you get you stumped him so much you froze his computer. I ain't frozen up. Oh, there you are. There you are, Bill. Okay, now you're back. Do you, do you need a do you need a uh, do you need a a clue? A phone a do friend? A, Does he have to a phone hit? a friend? A hit, a hit. We'll give you if we. Yeah. I'll give you a little hint. You only get a, yeah, a, a quarter of a point bonus. The man lives lived in Arkansas. 
a very famous bass fisherman in Arkansas, fished many tournaments, but was probably something other than fishing tournaments from Arkansas. Hmm. Good one. He was his, from Arkansas. His, what? Had a very, his last name was a very hard name. A hard name. Like knock on. Is, my oh. gosh, Bill, are you dead? <laughs> Knock, knock on what? What do you knock on? Yeah, I'm here. His name was hard. I ain't deaf. Okay, his name was hard. Name was what? Now say it again. He, his last name is a hard name. So I'm lost knock on. Uh oh, where about? It's it's a Bill's internet for a second, Jimmy. I think that's what's going on. Ginger's reconnecting it. Here comes Bill. All right. So the, okay, Bill, you got the answer. So the his guy last name, his last name was Wood. All right, wait a minute. He, 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 was, he was from Arkansas. And he, 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 did he fish a lot of bass tournaments? He fished did a, he fish a lot of bass tournaments. Did he make he boats? A lot of bass tournaments. Did really well. Did he he make... was famous for something other than his bass tournaments. As good a tournament fisherman as he was, actually won a BASS tournament in New York. And his name is. Okay, this is this show's not going on for a year. Like, like, <laughs> I think we're losing. I can't tell if we got first, Bill. His first name is Forrest. His last name is Wood. There it is. It? There it is, Forrest Wood. <laughs> Way to go, Bill. All right. So, be a good job, Bill Dance. Are, do we good have brain. Bill? Or are you there, good Bill? Brain. Oh, my gosh. You must be take, buying Prevagen by the, by the gallon. <laughs> You could have said you could have said he built boats and that would have helped me. Yeah, Don't well, I, I would have. It would have. Yeah, you'd have probably said Earl Bits or something. All right, but just, uh, but anyway, oh, that's good. Forrest Wood was one of my partners in that. Tournament. You, that, that not fantastic. from Arkansas. Earl's not from Arkansas. Well, I didn't fish with Earl Bits. I fished with Forrest Wood. But Bill, don't don't get confused. Don't get confused because you get the next question. My, All right, you could have said. I had two point five. Could have, you could have given me a better hint. You could have said he was from Flip. You could have. I could have just told you his name. All right, what's the next? Which I did. Like <laughs> All right, Bill, are you ready? You get the next question, Bill. Are you ready, Bill? Wake up, Bill. Good. Let me see if I can answer it. It's okay. Here yes. we go. All right, Bill. Uh, uh, Jimmy's going to change the rules right in the middle of it. Well, this this is for you to take the lead, Bill, and then yes. no, 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 no. Oh. two point five. One. Oh, oh, sorry, Jimmy. I was giving Bill a, a break because yeah. of his internet. But all right, Bill, well, shut up making the rules, Jimmy. <laughs> all right, Bill. Who is the who was the 1976 BASS Angler of the Year? Bill Dance. <laughs> Can I help him on that? Wait a second. Wait, what are you saying, Jimmy? Can I, can I help him on that? Can yeah. I help him on that? Yeah, go ahead. Not, it was not the guy that won the 1975 BASS Angler of the Year. That's correct. It was not that it was not guy. The guy that finished runner-up, which was Roland Martin, that won 1975. It was yeah. not the guy that... Let me ask you a question, Bill. This will give you a bonus. This will give you a bonus of 1.5 points if you can answer this question. Who was second in the Angler of the Year standings in 1975? I have no idea. Be, Jimmy okay. knows Ricky too much. Green. He knows too it was much. Ricky Green. Roland Martin won. Is Ricky Green was second. So right, he, let me give you he, a really he was fishing on Sharnabin saying. Yes, that was my first year. That was my first year to fish them all, 1975. 
And but let me ask you, who finished fourth in the Angler of the Year standings in 1975? <laughs> Jimmy, how do you know this stuff? I'm just giving Bill a chance to catch up. Okay. <laughs> Because he, he, he probably you know, did. He was probably the one that won it. That's why he knows it. No, no, I did. I, I won it in 76. Yeah, in, 70, in 75, I'm just asking you some questions so to give you a few points. You were fourth place in 1975. Wow. Roland Martin won. Ricky Green was second. You were fourth. Now, I'm going to ask you one question for a bonus of a half a point. Who do you think finished third? His initials are J.H. <laughs> Probably Jimmy Houston. Oh, I thought you were going to say Forcewood. <laughs> uh, isn't that amazing? Isn't that, isn't that something? That's something right there. Okay, 76 BASS Angler of the Year, yeah. Oh, my goodness. For a while there, I won it every 10 years. Roland won it the other nine or the other five, and, and Bill won it a couple of those others that I didn't win. You know, it was uh, Bill Dance and Roland Martin are the best bass fishermen of all time. Yeah. Uh, you got to put Ricky Klein and Kevin Van Dam up there pretty close to those guys, but nobody, nobody's in the league with those two guys. I'm telling you, I, I, you can, no, you, you can keep your truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't want I, it. I, dirty. I, I knew I'd say something nice to let you give me back that truck. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Bill Dance won. Bill Dance won the competition. No, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Jimmy. You can't beat Jimmy. He's too good. <laughs> oh my gosh! Hey, good, Bill. That's hey, Bill, Bill, Bill. Tell me about your book. Tell me about your book. I've been hearing about it. Well, what we did, we titled it uh, "Bill Dance Fish Tales." It's about three hundred, a little over three hundred pages. Got a lot of pictures in it. It's uh, it tells uh, funny stories from the, my youth. Up through my uh, uh, what happened, Bill? Ages of growing up. Is that Roland um, Martin? Where's Roland? Is I he thought, here? No, I thought he was calling you. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, no one of our edit- one of one of our editors he's calling. <laughs> he didn't know I was on the phone. But anyway, it's uh, just a uh, a series of just wild and. Um, wild, funny things that have happened through uh, my youth, uh, my teen years, uh, growing up, uh, just fishing tales, uh, shenanigans, tales with the, in- tales with the industry, uh, tales with um, early days in the tournaments, um, just, just a series of just mishaps and uh, <laughs> mishaps. funny experiences. Hey, when's it yeah. come out, Bill? When does it come out? Uh, we're hoping to get it out before Christmas. Our publisher promised us we could get it before Christmas. So, That's a good stocking uh, stuffer. We'll, we'll put it out on social media before Christmas. Pardon, Jimmy? Bill, did I hear you say something about growing up? Yeah, when I was growing up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you say something about growing up? Yeah. I hey, never want to grow up. I know that you've grown up yet. I don't know that you no, want to grow up. I never want to grow up. Hey, Jimmy. That's something I never want to do. Hey, Jimmy. Yeah. What's never grow the, up. Never Jimmy, give up. Never grow old. Jimmy, what's the most trouble 
you've ever been in with your friend Bill Dance? What's the most biggest shenanigans you guys ever got into together? Well, you know, I'm obviously not going to tell you about that time that we got thrown in jail in Birmingham because that's kind of a bad story and we <laughs> oh, don't want to. No, that's a bad time. Don't mention that. <laughs> Bill, it was Bill's, and uh, and other than that, I, we love Birmingham. We really do. No, it wasn't me. It was you. And uh, but but I, I tell you, one I of the got us of, out of it. One of the most fun deals, and it wasn't that much fun for Bill, perhaps. But Bill and Roland and I were saltwater fishing together in. The Florida Keys. Oh, goodness. You'll never and, uh, forget that. There were three of us, plus two camera guys, in one of Roland's saltwater boats. And uh, I think it was uh, I think it was a Mako, one of, one of Johnny's uh, uh, tractor marine boats, White, White River Marine boats now, Mako. And it was like a 21-foot boat. And so there's Bill and, and Roland and I, plus two camera guys. And we were using popping corks and, uh, and jigs. And Roland puts the popping cork well we were using jig right bill and i was catching speckled trout just one right after another on a jig and roland decided he could catch more than we would if he put a popping cork on so he put a big popping cork on his jig with about a six or eight foot leader above it so that that jig would be that far back behind that that popping cork and we were ducking and dodging that thing for about 30 minutes i told him i said roland you're gonna hook somebody no i'm okay i'm okay i'm okay i'm watching and and he's got a 50 pound braid on. Oh God. And he makes a big old throw and dance hollers, ah, 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 oh my gosh, ah. And he starts screaming like a little girl that had been eaten by a shark. And uh, and he's screaming and hollering and holding his head. And Bill said, uh, Rose, oh Bill, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, did I hit you with the bait? He said, It's stuck in my head, it's stuck in my head. And and he said, Oh no, it's not my popping corks way out there. He said, well, that jig's in my head. I said, well, it can't be. It's 50-pound braid. He stuck it in there and threw so hard that he broke 50-pound braided line. Oh, my God. With the jig stuck in, 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 in Nance's head. And so then, and, and he's having, get away from me, get away from me, get away from me, get away from me. And I'm laughing. I'm just, like, laughing crazy. <laughs> and so uh, he gets over there, and, and Roland gets behind him, and Roland's not quite as tall as Bill, and and Bill can't reach around behind him. He's trying to get rid of Roland. Roland's behind him, and they're going round and round. He can't get rid of Roland. Roland says, I got it, I got it, I got it. He gets a hold of this jig, and he said, he said I know I get it out. I get it out. I get it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And he jerked as high, straight up oh. as hard as he could, and he raised Bill Dance two foot off the floor. Yikes. And the jig stayed in, the jig stayed in his head. Oh, no. And, and, but when he did, as he got to the top of it, the jig popped out. He said, I got it, I got it, I got it. And it looked like those old movies when they strike oil here in Oklahoma in the old days. <laughs> and it looked like a gusher coming out of the top of Bill's, Bill's, Bill's head. Red blood. Oh, no. Tennessee, Tennessee Oklahoma, crimson blood. Oh. I'm telling you. And, uh, and, and, and it's just going up in the air, and I'm just laughing like crazy. And Bill's got one yellow shirt. But let me tell you what kind of an accident. Y'all have all seen Bill Dance's bloopers. Yeah. Bill is an accident just waiting for an opportunity to video it. That's all he's waiting on. And we had two cameras running. Well, I had three, two in that boat, one in another boat running. And, uh, and, and it's, it's the, it goes all over his yellow, beautiful yellow shirt. And, uh, and his blood all over it. And his yellow shirt with blood all over it. And Bill's camera guy breaks out a half-gallon jug of peroxide to clean that shirt. <laughs> so what I'm saying is anybody that has the emergency room on speed dial and carries a half a gallon of peroxide to clean blood off of things is an accident waiting to bloop. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's a walking disaster. And, and, you know, we've never shown that blooper to anybody. 
Bill Dance's guys got so scared they thought he was dying. They shut the camera off. <laughs> My guy kept running, but he's, the camera was shaking because he's laughing so hard. You I remember that, Bill? Dance all day had been making fun of my legs. <laughs> he was making fun of an old rattlesnake bite on my legs. And that's not very nice to him, so kind of served him <laughs> right. <laughs> what is going on here? Bill, do you remember yeah. this? Yeah, we could have gotten the hook out very simply with, with monofilament line. I've taken a lot of hooks out of people. Me too. And you can do it very easily with monofilament Roland line. Roland didn't know that trick. <laughs> no, a dumb Roland hadn't got sense enough. And, and you know, he, he thinks he can do everything. And he thinks he's a doctor. And I, I kept saying, wait, 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 wait. I can get the hook out. And, you know, we can do it real easy. And I, I knew how to do it. I've taken, a, I bet I've taken 20 hooks out of people. And about just mashing down and pulling it at a 60 degree angle and taking the hook out the same way it went in with yes, monofilament line. Filament line. Or Brady line. Yeah, well, sure. And and no, no, he's going to, he, and oh, he's back there jerking and popping and jumping and trying to <laughs> get it out. Jerks, like a, first jerk, yeah, he jerked the mouth. Crazy. Foot off. Yeah. Yeah. Second yeah, jerk, he came out. Yeah. And, and of course, Jimmy, he, he thinks it's a, it's a side show. And Jimmy's <laughs> just laughing up his phone. It was, but, it was, uh, it was Funniest thing, but, but but anyway, but Jimmy didn't tell you about the two hundred and eighty-six pound uh, glass grouper he caught, did he? Three hundred and eighty-six pounds. Oh, Bill. oh, excuse me. Wow. I knew he'd correct. I, I said that. I said that just on. on I said two eighty-six <laughs> on purpose, Pat, because I knew he'd correct pounds. me by a hundred pounds. Yeah, that's right, Bill. Uh, yeah, three hundred. You know, I told him I had a three hundred and forty forty-six pound, and I knew he'd come back and beat me. Oh, That's right. Wow. Here's the yeah. yeah. Roland and I invited Bill to go on that hey, fish. You that, can't that. beat him. Had to go you can't beat him. So <laughs> important. Like eat raw. If, if I could, I'd squeeze those lips right now. I'd squeeze them. <laughs> I'd just get them. He loves. He loves to talk about that big, big Goliath grouper that I caught. He loves to talk about it. It's it probably uh, yeah. the favorite yeah. that somebody else caught. In Bill Nance's life probably yeah. is. Probably. It's his highlight. It's his highlight. It's a life moment. I love I love you, Jimmy Houston. <laughs> you're such you're so funny. Hey, this is amazing. I hope you know how cool this is to us here in the Bass Galaxy to see you guys just, just chilling and, and chirping each other like a bunch of hockey players, you know? Hey Bill, I, uh, hey Bill, hey. I turned my camera around so I could look more like you. Do I look more like Bill Dance down? I turn my camera around the other way. Uh, yeah, uh, oh yeah, you do. You do. Is that cool? <laughs> yeah. Huh? Yeah, you're cool. How about you're that? too cool for school, buddy? That's technology, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy. That's, That's why I have my sunglasses on. Uh, when you're naturally cool, the sun shines on you all the time. <laughs> hey, Jimmy, we know about Bill. He's got his book coming out. His ninth yeah. book. What do you got going on, Jimmy? What's new for Jimmy? It's Peacock Well, season. you know, our latest book came out early this year, uh, in March of this year, and it's called Catch a Better Life. Uh, we do have a, a YouTube channel by that same name. We've got three different YouTube channels. One, to Catch a Better Life, where we read that daily devotional every morning at uh, 5 o'clock. Uh, we post it at 5 o'clock. We don't read it at 5 o'clock. It's not daylight at 5 o'clock in the morning. Uh, Catch a Better Life channel uh, on YouTube uh, with Jimmy Houston. Uh, we got another channel, Jimmy and Chris Houston's uh, Twin Eagle Ranch, which is uh, all about our deer, our, our pet deer and wild deer and the deer that we raise and turn loose. And oh, then we have just spun off of that and, and moved the fishing stuff from that channel, uh, the Twin Eagle Ranch channel, over to a new channel called Jimmy Houston Fishing, which we just kicked off about a week or 10 days ago. 
And uh, so if anybody looking for the fishing stuff, they need to go and subscribe to the new channel, Jimmy Houston Outdoors Fishing. And uh, like I said, we just kicked it off. It's only about 3,000 people on there right now. The, the, uh, the old ranch channel's got 120 some odd thousand. And I think Catch a Better Life's got 100, uh, he's got 22,000 or something. But the Catch a Better Life channel is one that will absolutely help anybody to a better life. It's just a remarkable channel. It's uh, our daily devotional catch of the day that we released back in March of this year. Uh, we read those devotionals every single morning. It's got a scripture, word of God, uh, devotional built around fishing. Many of those stories mention Bill Dance, as a matter of fact. Nice. And, uh, well, thank and, you, buddy. And it's got a fishing tip for every day. So you will grow closer to God. Uh, you will learn some fishing stories and hear some things that you've never heard before. And you get a fishing tip for every single day. So you become a better fisherman and a better person. And I think anytime somebody becomes a better fisherman, they become a better person as well. Yeah, it's a win-win, isn't it, Jimmy? I think. And, and you don't you Hey, Jimmy, it's so nice to see Chris, too. It was thank you so oh, much for bringing really her on. She's, she's doing so good, and uh, she just still can't quite walk. She's getting very close to walking. Her her speech is not 100%, but it's pretty doggone close. And she's yeah, been is. listening to all this bull and watching her watching her television show there. Um with uh without with <laughs> Billy's waving at you, honey. <laughs> she says tell him to say tell tell Diane hi. Good my <laughs> I will, baby. I will. You take care, you hear me? Take care of that she thing went, you married. To. That's she's, a good to do. she's a good one. We make December thirty, Bill. If she doesn't run me out by December thirty, we'll be fifty nine years. That's wow. wonderful. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. congratulations. Pretty amazing. Yeah, it oh, is. Cow. Yep. Speaking yep. of Pretty amazing, bad. that's that's you, Jimmy Houston. You're you're amazing, and I I thank you for your support of this Stray Cast show throughout the years. And and Bill Dance, you are amazing. Thank, thank you. you are too, Pat. Thank yeah. you, buddy. You guys are so important to so many bass fishermen uh, in the world. It's it's I, it's you can't even seriously as as crazy as this sounds, or it might sound to you two gentlemen. You have been in the lives of millions of fishermen. Think about that. Millions of fishermen. You have made their lives better, both of you. Millions. Well, I got to tell you, Pat, uh, we appreciate them more than they appreciate us. I bet you that. Wow. That's crazy. Hey, you know who's going to really yeah. appreciate something, Jimmy? You know what Bill's doing? He's giving away a signed hat today. Wow, to that's cool. Yeah. To a lucky, you gotta, what are you gonna do, Bill? Send it to me and have me sign it, or what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Hey, no, is, Pam, is Pamela we there? We can. I think Pamela's got the winner, Bill. I think she's. Yeah, she's here. Yeah, she's uh, she's got the winner. Of the, of the, it, it, it's uh, it's Kevin Kevin Clements. Kevin Clements. Clements. Yeah. Kevin Clements. He won the Bill Dance. Uh, Hat that says Jimmy Houston. Oh, oh, wait a minute! So, so Bill, oh, oh. yeah, you got to sign it, Jimmy Houston, when you say he wears it. a Jimmy Houston hat. His hair will fall out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, remember when? Hey, Bill, I can remember when you gave Jim Bagley an autographed DB three once, and you signed it, Ronald Morgan or Roland Morgan. Roland yeah. Morgan. Roland Morgan is what you said. Yeah, Roland it. Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> you gave him a DB3 and you signed it, Roland Morgan. I, I, it was so funny to you 
Like it was must have been an inside joke between you and Jim Bagley because you guys. Oh, laughed. it was our kid rolling, but Colin rolling, rolling Morgan. You know, <laughs> he just laughs about it today. I've done it for so many years, you know. You guys seemed a little buzzed at the time, too. You and Jim Bagley. I don't know if they were or not, but they you were having a good time after hours. Oh yeah, Jim. Jim was a great guy. I miss him. He wonderful. He was a great sponsor and a wonderful friend. Made a great made a great fishing lure. He, he sure did. Hey, made a bunch of them. So one of the cool things, Jimmy, you worked a lot of sports shows with Bill Dance back in the day. And one of the cool things about Bill Dance is he always traveled with a. a and I'd, I'd worked with Bill Bagley shows and. Back in the day, he always had the cool briefcase with him. He always carried a brief. You remember that briefcase, that leather briefcase you had, Bill? Yeah, yeah it was thing. funny. Yeah, that it was a a, a guacamole and lizards. It, I got it off eBay. <laughs> you got it before eBay. It was ever invented. It was sure. <laughs> yeah, that it thing went cool, down man. the that thing went down the escalators at the Atlanta airport more times than you could. Uh, you could 40 11 times it went it tumbled down that oh my goodness that that thing was a piece of junk <laughs> diane told me diane said i'm not going to travel with you if you care that if you care that hideous looking briefcase that was an ugly cool. looking briefcase huh? i thought it was cool i liked it me too you That's what john I'm... hoagland yeah. you, john hoagland with mercury said bill Bill, please don't walk around with that briefcase. <laughs> he told me, he said, I, I'm not walking with you if you walk around with that briefcase. Hey, I, I'd get Carlton to carry it at it, 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 our cash shows and, and tackle shows. I wouldn't carry it. It was, it was hideous looking. It, it had the coolest stuff in it, Bill. I remember being at the shows in Chicago. You open that up, it'd have some, it'd have some, some blue jelly worms. You had some DB3s. You had some Jimmy Houston quarter ounce blue and chartreuse strike king spinnerbaits in there. You had some Levi Garrett chew tobacco. Yeah, uh, yeah. You had all kinds of cool stuff, Bill. Bunch of little spit cups in it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like. I, I was like, my gosh, that's that is like, that's like. You ever see the Blues Brothers and they had that like that briefcase uh, that was uh, handcuffed to their arm, Jimmy? That's what Bill Dance was like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got rid of it. Dan got me a new one, and it, it it's gone down the escalator twice. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I hope that you guys have a million more trips up and down the escalator, and you keep thank you, buddy. You keep bringing us years of happiness. I thank you so much. Give it up, Bass Galaxy, for the one and only Bill Dance and Jimmy Houston. Wow, Pat, you're doing a great job out there, buddy. We appreciate you. Bill, you have a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you, buddy. You You get a lot of stuff to eat, gain a little weight. You need it. (laughs) Thank you, buddy. Tell give 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 Chris a hug for me. You give Diane a great big hug and a kiss too, pal. I will. Love you, buddy. All right. Take care. Love you too. Take care, Pat. Yeah, we love you. Thanks, Jimmy. Thanks, love Pat. you too, man. Later. All right. See you, Pat. Bye-bye. Thanks for everything, buddy. Thank you, Bill. See you soon. And thanks, Pamela. Thanks, entire dance family. We love you. We love you, Bill. We love you, Jimmy. You bring us so much happiness. Can't even tell you. Same to you, Pat. Can't love even you tell too, you. Buddy. Thank you so Bye-bye much. now. Peace. See Thank you soon. You. Bye, buddy. Give it up. Legends. Legends right there. Wow. Bye, bud. Later. Bill Dance. Hey, Ginch. That was Bill Dance and Jamie Hughes. That was wild. Yeah, that was nuts. Uh, I don't know what to do. I'm still in that crazy fog when things like this happen.
And you and I want to tell you something, Ginge. Let me see. Let me. I want, this is hysterical. I want the whole Bass Galaxy to laugh with me okay. about this. Are you ready? I have, as as you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven pages of notes. And I should just know better, Ginge, that when I get the legends come on here, yeah, you throw them. When away. you say, Pat, it's a legend show. Throw it away. Yeah, just let them talk. Just let them go. You let them go. Just let them go. It's beautiful. It's that was a good one, dude. It's beautiful to hear the stories. <laughs> to the, these guys are the forefathers of Bassin. <laughs> the forefathers of Bassin, man. Like those are the Rushmore of entertainers. Right there, you know what I mean? We had G- Jimmy and Bill just entertaining. Now, imagine if there wasn't a Zoom log, they, a lag. Yeah. They would have been just smashing each other. Yeah. It was awesome to see them chirp each other. Oh, my God. It's so crazy. So we got some more prizes to give away. Yep. And I have the uh, Berkeley uh, deal. Hey, God, give me some music. We got any music? Just, uh, not even. What? Just let's, let's just, just go. Ah, yes. That one? I don't know. What else you got? <laughs> what else? Let's see what else you got. I don't know. I'm not feeling uh, Rastafari right now. No? No, I, I like the reggae music, man, but I'm not. I, let's, what else we got? Uh, so, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know either. You got, you got any, um, you got any um, Hank 3? Uh, do you got Crazy Country Rebel? I can't get to it. You don't got uh, Crazy Country this Rebel? Is, this is about you, all I got. Yes. I like <laughs> that's, it. That's it. I'm doing this. Okay, do that. Yes. I'm doing the, uh, what's this movie? Pulp, Pulp Fiction, Fiction yeah. thing right now. John Travolta saving that girl after he got out of the bathroom. All right, here we go. We got prize winners tonight, and this is the Berkeley Bulk Spool of Trilene 14-pound XT line. And by the way, if I didn't say it, the guy that won Rob Clements, is that his name? Roberto Clemente? Yes. He played for the Pirates. Yes, Roberto Clemente. Wow. Roberto Clemente, baseball has been very, very good to me. Uh, all you got to do is um, is uh, direct message to Cast Facebook page. Yeah. Roberto Clemente, or whoever won the Bill Dance hat. He'll figure it out. All right, here's the deal. <laughs> right now, we're giving away the bulk spool, 14-pound blue, clear blue fluorescent, Trilene XT. I have some downstairs, Change. I bought some 17-pound. Well, that's not all season. I bought 17 pounds just to put it on that uh, round abu. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just to be nostalgic. All right. So the winner of that, did you send it to me? Okay. Yep. Hold on. Let me look. Sleepy doo doo. Winners of line. Uh, Jeff Shinoa. Jeff Shinoa. Yes. Did I say that right? Uh, your guess is as good as mine. Shinoa. Yeah. Sounds right. You won the 14-pound, 2,000-yard bulk spool of Berkeley Trilene. Thank you, Berkeley, yeah. for contributing to uh, tonight's show. One more. All right, one more. And this is the Power Pole uh, swag thing. It's apparel. Power Pole apparel. Apparel. Courtesy of Kurt Hill at Power Pole. Hey, 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 hey. The winner of the Power Pole swag extravaganza pack, courtesy of uh, Kurt Hill, Power Pole, and Bill Dance, is... Eric Schweiger. <laughs> Schweiger. Uh, yeah. Pammon. I tried to spell it phonetically. Eric Schweiger. There you go. You win. He won too. He won the uh, the uh, power pole pack. Three prizes tonight, Chinch. That's a great one. Three prizes tonight. And you know what was a prize? 
everything this show tonight it's like christmas hey we're off next week because it's uh thanksgiving happy thanksgiving to everybody i'm gonna feast i'm just gonna uh eat lots of food and then just lay around yeah oh what's that i like it well the sun is just starting to climb up over the treetops all right hey Thank you, Omnia Fishing. Omnia Fishing right now still has a Black Friday special. I think you get 20% off everything they got going right now. Power Pole, thanks for your contribution to this show. And uh, thanks for the prize tonight. Crestliner Boats, you keep us afloat. We go 10 because we beat them up. Hey, Abu Garcia in Berkeley, thank you so much. And Berkeley, thanks for throwing in the bur- the uh, bulks pool tonight of line. And uh, wait, where's Bill's song? I, mean, I, I was loving it. Oh, Oh, we're going back to... We're going back to the Still Sea Conspires and Armors and When All Else Fails thing. Okay, I gotcha. Ichikawa Poisoned Point Samurai Fish Hooks, Sharp AF. Check them out, the Ichikawa family. Amnia has those. Omnia Fishing does. Tin Cup Whiskey, Luke Foley. Thank you all for your contribution to this show and, of course, the Bass Galaxy Sims. I like the Sims socks and underwear. Ginger, I just got to be honest. I have never felt more comfortable in uh, underwear than I do Sims. And they have a nice little pouch in them that keeps things uh, comfortable, if that makes sense. Check out the Sims boxers and boxer briefs. Uh, Some of my favorites. AlphaAngler.com Are you on a rebound? I am always. Hey, half a spot if you haven't signed up, do so. Chance to go fishing anywhere in the world with stray cast. Bravarni Swim Jigs. Dan Bravarni, we love you. Where are you? Hey, Bite Me Tackle, Brad Zellers. Check out the white, the wacky, weedless. Uh, what do you call that, Ginge? What's the thing of it? The wacky, weedless head. I think it's just that's the name of it. That doesn't have a special one, like the Bartholomew or something. Hey, Amphibia Eye Gear, we throw shade with Amphibia and, of course, Impulse Lithium Batteries. Powering us up. Don't skip a beat. And Calsag Bass, 23 season coming up. I'm Pat Renwick. That's Andrew Ellenberger. Happy Thanksgiving, Bass Galaxy. Stay grateful. Because in this world, we have the bass. In this world of the bass galaxy, we have the bass. What more could we want? Let's be grateful for that. Peace. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Jimmy. Thanks, Chinch. Thanks, uh, Rock and Show Fantasy JR. Thanks, everybody. John Boy, Mary Ellen, it's been amazing. See you then, or see you on another time, Jobin. I'm out. Peace. Hello, everybody. I'm Bill Dance. No, just kidding. This is Pat. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to Straycast on iTunes and leave a review. Tell us what you think. Any feedback is greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening. Peace!